Welcome to this video cast with ClearSky. I'm Martin Kuppinger, Principal Analyst at Kuppinger Coal, and I'm here with Jackson and TJ from ClearSky. Welcome, Jackson. Welcome, TJ. Thanks, Martin. Jackson, uh, Thank you, Martin. could you introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, my name is Jackson Shaw. I'm the Chief Strategy Officer at ClearSky. I've been involved in identity governance administration for uh, about 28, almost 30 years now. And I've been involved in um, service now for just coming on to nine months. So brand new experience for me. Okay. TJ, what about you? Absolutely. Uh, so my name is TJ Grizek. I'm the chief product officer and one of the founders here at ClearSky. Um, unlike Jackson, I didn't start with an identity background. I come from the service management side, the ServiceNow uh, side of the world, uh, working in the IT departments and, and really focusing on workflow and experience. Um, so it's been exciting to work with Jackson. Okay, great. You're, you're coming with ClearSky up to your uh, up here on your uh, one year funding anniversary. So could you tell me a little bit about the journey and and how things have gone so far? Absolutely. You know, like I mentioned, coming from a background of service management, you often see the problem of identity from the help desk perspective. Uh, you see the tickets that are coming in, the work that needs to be completed. Um, and I would say that, you know, originally the first four years of the company were focused on solving those problems. Uh, since funding about a year ago, we've expanded the team quite a bit and filled out with many experts in the identity space, Jackson included. I mean, I think our worldview has opened up quite a bit uh, from just, you know, provisioning tickets and, and sort of seeing this from an efficiency play. Um, and it's been an exciting journey so far. Yeah, Jackson, and you being an identity management veteran in some way, uh, what is your, uh, how has your journey been? Well, it, I mean, for me, it's been, it's been really interesting. Um, you know, the whole, the whole marriage of ITSM and, and identity is something I didn't really think about, um, but over the last few years, I've heard more and more customers ask about integration with an ITM system, and in particular, um, ServiceNow because of its popularity. And as I got more and more um, involved with TJ and, and John and Vaughn around um, ServiceNow, it really amazed me what this platform could do. Uh, it just completely blew me away about how, you know, the whole raison d'etre of ServiceNow is, is digital workflows and automating um, the processes behind, you know, various different tasks. And when you really think about identity governance or you think about identity management, it is a whole series of automated tasks. So there's this, you know, kind of marriage of, you know, peanut butter and chocolate that really makes sense with uh, with um, ServiceNow and identity governance. And it's just been a, a really incredible journey over the last uh, um, seven, eight, nine months. So, so when you look back to this year, and, and Jackson already said us, there were a lot of learnings for you. And mm -hmm. the teacher, you also mentioned your learnings from the other side. So what have you been your, your biggest learnings over these uh, 12 months? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would say that my biggest learning in the whole thing is, is um, you know, my understanding of identity and the coverage uh, that identity usually served. I thought it was a much larger um, coverage. I thought 100% of applications and access were being mo managed for modern enterprises. Um, and the more we talk to organizations, the more we find out that, they may cover their regulated applications, they may cover the most critical access, but there's still hundreds or even in some cases thousands of points of access that are being unmanaged or being managed through ticketing systems like ITSM or just shadow 
IT in general, where you may have a, a someone who's leading and sort of manages the keys to the kingdom there. So that was, you know, I think a big shocker uh, from my perspective. So, okay, uh, Jackson. Well, you know, uh, um, I've always had this belief for you know a lot of years now um, around how expensive um, identity projects have been, how difficult they are to uh, manage and get completed, and how in some ways they were disjointed from the business process. And I think in, in, in a lot of ways, um, what I've learned about ServiceNow is that um, people have bought this platform, this really, really powerful platform um, that allows them to do all these digital uh, workflows, build all these processes for the company as part of their digital transformation. So it's really interesting to me that um, it, it, it enables an identity governance or an identity management solution that sits on top of this platform to be part of that overall digital transformation, that business process re-engineering that's going on within an organization. And to me, that's, that's really powerful. Yeah. And, and, you know, when I look at it as an analyst, I think this is what aligns uh, with what you were saying. So when you look at a standard IHA deployment, um, most fulfillment, most requests still are manual. There's a lot of stuff which should run at best through tickets, through an IT mm -hmm. service management. Reality is that even that isn't achieved. But when you then look at this, these changes you've observed, and um, I'm also following it as an analyst, um, so what do you think this this means for, to the market as a whole? So what do you see changing in the overall market and, and, and what, what do you expect to happen here? Well, let, let me give you sort of a bit of a perspective on, on mine and, and then um, maybe TJ can chat for a couple of seconds. Um, you know, again, historically what I've seen is, um, and, and this was not me, this was customers saying, hey, we need to integrate with our ITSM system. We need to integrate with ServiceNow. And the reason we need to do that is it's our, it's our last mile. It's our last mile of provisioning. All the things that have to be done manually, they're automated through uh, the ITSM process, through the ticketing system. And I think the, the um, um, amazing sort of, you know, recognition of that and building the, um, uh, all the governance and the identity processes on top of that have uh, really opened my eyes to, instead of, you know, calling ServiceNow the last mile provisioning, why don't we start right there? Uh, and start the journey right where we want to be, so to speak. And um, I think one of the most interesting things that I learned from TJ, he, he, he you know, when I first started, I, he said he said this amazing thing, which was um, ServiceNow stores the DNA of the organization. And I kind of understood the words, but didn't really understand the meaning. And, and a number of months have gone by, and I, I certainly understand it now. And I don't know, TJ, if you want to comment on that, but that was like a, a pretty important learning for me. Jackson, let me interrupt quickly here. Is it, is it then that, that from your perspective, ServiceNow is in some way the shell around um, identity management, the way users should interact with identity and access management tools? Yes. Because it's what they are used to use. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think if you if you uh, actually talk to customers, which we're all supposed to do, right, um, and understand the drivers behind ServiceNow and understand understand some of the, the the things that are motivating the changes that organizations are making today, it's all around a better user experience, a better employee experience, a better contractor experience, and having everything 
um, look, look the same, feel the same, be automated the same way is um, super compelling for companies because it means that they can use ServiceNow trained people to work between the business, the business and the identity governance. It just, it's a, a, a really a match made in heaven from that perspective. You don't have to worry about any of the performance or the DevOps around your cloud instance piece. That's all handled by, by ServiceNow and you're using all the tools that are available on ServiceNow. So it's a great way to think of it from that, as yeah. you, you called it, the shell. No, absolutely. And I couldn't agree more. Um, we're definitely seeing that. And and I think that, you know, identity is being pulled along uh, versus leading a lot of digital transformation today. Um, we're seeing at almost every organization that we talk to that's using ServiceNow who have already implemented components of ServiceNow, uh, uh, sorry, of identity within the ServiceNow platform. You're seeing people submit access requests and manage approval. And at the end of the day, a task may be generated or uh, an automation activity may be generated that performs that activity in the same way that an IGA solution would. Um, and organizations and IT departments and the ServiceNow teams are starting to lead these projects. Uh, you're seeing it the same in the identity lifecycle components of things with HR onboarding. You know, once um, these processes leave the identity teams, the security teams, uh, and the responsibility falls on the departments like HR that are living within ServiceNow that are managing their processes within ServiceNow, it becomes a natural path. And so we're finding that whether the identity team or the security team are leading it, it's heading down that path already. People are already starting these projects. They're already starting to migrate identity processes onto the platform, whether they're calling it IGA or whether they're calling it access requests. Um, so the business is actually ahead of the IGA industry, I would say, in many ways. Okay. Because they're already trying to move to that better single experience. Um, the one point I liked, uh, I think, uh, also Jackson, you mentioned it very, very briefly, uh, more at the beginning, is that, that what we also see, and I think this is an important observation, that uh, this is growing beyond the sort of uh, fulfillment and request use cases. Um, mm -hmm. We see integration into GRC processes, which are, again, integrated with the ServiceNow platform. We see, um, overall, this becoming bigger. So think about application onboarding, which is very much a thing about of manual fulfillment, which not only goes into IGA, but other areas. So, so um, I understand you also see that this is, so to speak, the standard IGA parts are just the starting point of the journey. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that um, you know one of the key things about ServiceNow is, as you call it, this application onboarding. TJ's done an incredible amount of work in the team around application onboarding, and uh, being able to um, you know centralize that again around uh, around ServiceNow is is critically important, but. Uh, one of the other things which was a, a, a realization for me was this this data, I don't know if we call it a data plane or what the right term is, but uh, within ServiceNow, all this data is stored in a data plane, obviously secured in the proper way. But the cool thing about it, you know, to your point about GRC and, and uh, um, you know, IGA is that with all of this information that ServiceNow has, they have their GRC module, their HR module, their um, DevOps and SecOps, and, and of course, what we bring to the table with the um, identity data is this common data plane that we can leverage across all these different modules. It, it really does provide, um, you know, uh, 
a better experience, I think, for the customers. And it reduces what we call, at least in North America, I'm not sure if everybody would know this term, the swivel chair approach of, you know, calling the identity people to get them to do something or calling the security people and getting them to do something or calling the GRC people to figure something out. It's all in one spot. I uh, I couldn't agree, right, uh, more. I think that um, you're starting to see a convergence in a, a single flow, right? Oftentimes, these workloads are, are being done within silos across multiple applications, across multiple departments. Uh, one of the benefits of being on a singular platform uh, and having your identity data on that platform is there's a component of identity in every business process, whether it's from the time you start in HR and human resources and the changes that happen as you, you evolve in your organization, um, or whether it's in the compliance side of things. All of these things are being do- done manually today, uh, whether it's HR handing off to identity, like you said, or whether it's uh, the identity teams performing the reviews and then having to feed that up to another solution or export data and, and hand all of this, this data across. We're starting to see workflows where workflows are handing off to other workflows and each component in each department can have their own processes uh, and take an intake from another process. Um, and being able to track and, and see all of this in single dashboards or being able to track um, all of the components of an individual's identity beyond the access. Uh, we can start to look at things like the servers and computers they're responsible for, uh, the vulnerabilities on those, and we can start to bring this data together and really paint a much you know, better picture of exactly what this identity is. Okay. Um, so, so what does the future for ClearSky uh, look like? Absolutely. Uh, I'll start, Jackson, and then if uh, if you want to add in, that that sounds great. Um, so I think from a Clear Sky perspective, we're working on several initiatives today. Um, I think our big goals are really just to make things easier, um, make it easier for the developer, make it easier for the implementer, make it easier for the person who's going to be using this uh, on a day-to-day basis and maintaining it. Uh, one feature that we're really excited about and we've been working on for quite a while is an application catalog or an access catalog. Uh, not only being able to go to an access catalog, because everyone has one of those, right? Every vendor out there today has one, but also being able to onboard applications and manage the governance in the same way uh, that the IT iTunes store, the ServiceNow store does, so that the identity teams can focus on the content and not the data entry and not the components that really should be uh, managed by the application owners themselves. So we're excited to see benefits not only on the way that users can request and search for access, but also how we enable the rest of the business to onboard their own applications into the ServiceNow platform, onboard their own applications into ours, and then allow the identity folks to govern that process versus uh, be the workers who have to feed it into the system and, and keep it up to date. Well, what's exciting me uh, at this point in time is uh, the fact that I'm really starting to see customers pull in identity governance as part of uh, a top line initiative at a company. I mean, when you think about digital transformation and business transformation, it's driven by the board and, and downwards. Um, a lot of times I've been spending uh, in the past fighting for uh, identity projects that are below the line, so to speak. They're, they're used to reduce expenses. And these, this digital transformation, business transformation that's happening right now is happening uh, in a lot of cases without identity governance, without, ide- without identity management. 
Um, so the fact that we're able to come in with ServiceNow um, and build on top of the ServiceNow platform that a lot of companies are using for this digital transformation, uh, I think is is pretty amazing. And I'm really excited about that because uh, you can see it in the customers when you talk to them uh, and you hear their feedback about what they're going through and how we're going to help them. So I'm, I'm super excited about that. And I think one last thing it's worth mentioning is just that the market isn't waiting for identity to be an ITSM. Uh, it's not waiting for a vendor to tell them how to do it. They're already doing these things. They're not slowing their digital transformation down for us to catch up. Um, and so we're trying to stay ahead of that also. So I think that's a good point. So, so in a nutshell, you're looking at a bright future. Um, Jackson, TJ, thank you very much for, for all the information you provided, for all the insights you delivered. Uh, thank you very much for joining this talk. And... Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you very much, Mark.